Janet looks real snatched with this new black hair. I love it. That's my baby mama. That's my baby mama. You should have. She should have done that black a long time ago. That orange red thing she had going on, I wasn't really feeling. But yeah, you know, I think we were all we all tolerated it because we knew she was coming out of a difficult situation. But right. mm-hmm. I see. But to be clear, not it. You know, in the words of the city girls. Real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Mm-hmm. So now she can go back to doing her whole shit. And I'm all about it. You know, she still got that, you know, she still be covered up 90% of the time. I'm here for it, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I am wearing her money or the money that I have given her right now in this metaphor metamorphosis hoodie that I have blessed I mean, myself I with. Jane night, I would have put my little uh, uh, set of the world to a shirt on. It's the not Jane night. It's Jane night. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm Jackson. just staying on the brand. She's a Jackson. And the brand is Jackson. She's a Jackson. And she's hot right now. She's with Randy, who, who could have showed up at that show in uh, Morganson so that it would have been, you know. When's Jan- when was Janet's last number one album? Wow. Unbreakable. And that, and that and that that made for now went up. It shot up. You're not gonna be asking all these questions about Jane like <laughs> Janet's on like she's on trial. What you're not gonna do is that because it's disrespectful. Made for now went number one too. It shot up, didn't it? For how long? Get her ones every, it don't matter for how long. Right. Can, can you say it's a number one hit? Absolutely. Right, thank you. Okay. Is a Billboard Hot 100 now? 
Now, I thought you now yesterday you said Billboard didn't count. Now you asked about Billboard. When, when Taylor Swift dropped that dumbass song from Cats today, and that shit was crickets. <laughs> she can't say that shit is a number one. You're not gonna come for my girl. Not on this Friday. Not when I'm drinking on this red. You ready to kick this podcast off? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done poking y'all's beer, Janet beer. Well, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Can you hear us well? I can. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Black Jackson Estate. I am user Dose. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you, but here we are, right back at it again. And we got some other users that are ready to party tonight. Which user wants to go first? Does, do we want to do user one or user 1.5? Well, user one is not over here right now. So this is user 1.5. Hello, all of my Black Jackson Estate fam. What's up? And we know we've got so many people that support user 1.5. And here she is. And I appreciate y'all. I really do. Thank you so much. I don't Thank know you. how you made this show. You know what? But you made it. Everybody, yeah. y'all need to go and vote for me to be on more podcasts, really. Because I don't know how I got to deal with user one and user two on our egg. So I just feel like I should be on the show more. You're on every show. Not like every show. Emotionally. I right? on that show y'all didn't invite me to. Y'all remember that one? What show was it? The Chasing one. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's that talk about it. Space anyway. We talk. You talking about content? They ain't even heard yet. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Well, see? it's not relevant anyway because I wasn't on that show. Exactly. So, to reflect, user one point five came on board after what? What would you say, user one? Maybe about after three episodes of just saying she needed to be on the pod. Well, Lucy, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy here was. Yeah. I wanted to be on the show. Yeah. You know, that's. I didn't understand why I couldn't be on the show. That's what happened. I know things, but we all know I was a, I was in support of it from the beginning. But we all you know were. who is the so who were. is the final <laughs> yes, the final yes. Historians, but go ahead. I'm listening to the new story. Go ahead. The, the most controversial user of all the users. User one, are you there? I'm present and accounted for. This is the day, wow, that the Lord has made, and, and I, I will rejoice. I'm rejoicing, and I'm glad, and I'm glad to be and be in glad. that house of in the number mm-hmm. of the Jackson Black Jackson. <laughs> one more time, one more time, one more of these meetings. Mm-hmm. One more, what Lord, you brought us here. For fellowship, you know, they say where two or more are gathered, he is in the midst. And so we come to you humbly today to discuss more and more about our And by we mean Jesus. I know some of y'all. Oh, I'm always very specific. Somebody called Michael God on one of our uh, one of our videos. I just ignored that. No. See, we serve <laughs> <laughs> We served the same guy Michael did. So yeah, yeah. Jesus. At the um, when we went to the the ten year, you know, at Forest Lawn, they kept saying Saint Michael. 
I was a little confused by that as well. Well, the last I checked, he was not given sainthood by any of the popes. But I mean, I feel that energy. I understand. Uh, He was a nice guy, but I'm not a Catholic. (laughs) I really can't chime in on that. As far as the Baptist procedure, uh, I think it's pretty clear that if you don't have any red letters in the book, then you don't really get any special privileges around. Mm -hmm. It took forever then for them to make Mother Teresa a saint. Mm. Exactly, and I'm not downplaying. Michael did a whole lot too, but she was she was. Were they trying to shoot him to the front of the list? (laughs) (laughs) They tried to give him VIP escort. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about he don't want to wait in line. He paid an extra thirty five dollars so he could get early consideration. Um, How y'all doing? Long time no sizzy. You sound like Doctor Now over there. You should have easily. What you been eating? Right. This much, you could easily lost 30 pounds this much. What you been eating? (laughs) This much as you slipping one time. (laughs) It's excuses. It's you had to be eating over 40,000 calories to maintain those weight. <laughs> I see you're not taking it seriously. I see you're not taking it seriously. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Dr. Now is a national hero. He's a personal national hero. He deals with a lot of people's bullshit, much like the listeners of this podcast do. <laughs> Listen, they if they want us to do less, just, you know, just let us know. Well, listen, we, we'll listen. we, I'd say we're going to do it, but we'll listen. We're, we're going to do something new starting on this podcast. We want y'all to start paying tithes and offerings to our enough. lives. And so you're going to find the PayPal link attached to this episode for the first time, because, you know, um, if you can't feed your baby, then don't have a baby. And that's how I feel about this podcast, where if we're going to raise this baby, Everybody got to chip in. So click the PayPal link and uh, give us a coin. Give us a dollar. Spare spare some change. We're just strangers in Moscow standing in the rain. Yeah, and understand, y'all are not helping us buy get a four for four at Wendy's. It just costs money to make <laughs> sure we are able to put our podcast on SoundCloud free and available for all of you. So if you believe in what, we do, what we're doing and you support it, then we'd appreciate you dropping, you know, a dollar too because um, it helps keep us going, helps keep, you know, our costs from getting crazy. Um, but if you can't do that, as the preacher would say, you know, what you can do is send a prayer our way, you know, and we're going to be cool with that till you, you know, can do. So, uh, you know, no pressure. No pressure, but all the pressure in the world because we want to keep giving you content like we're going to do today. You know, this episode is going to focus around uh, a really powerful moment in the Jackson fan community. And that is uh, the very short but sweet miniseries known as the Jackson Family Dynasty that made its very brief stunning and <laughs> ridiculous antics of a debut on A&E and uh, then evaporated off of the face of the earth. Um, 
user one, user 1.5, did you watch this series when it came out in 2010? You know, we did. I, you know, I can speak for both of us. We watched this series when it came out in, in 2010. And, you know, we watched it with the same open mouths and admiration that we watched it with in 2019. Did we watch this? I don't recall watching I recall watching it because I remember that part when, when they called Jen on her birthday and she was like, no, you guys ain't got a puppy. I remember I that. Remember. I remember that too. She was so sweet. <laughs> I remember watching it. I remember Lisa watching So, I mean, I think, and I think a lot of people watch it because Michael had just passed away and, you know, I, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, they're so amazing and so brave to to do to put their lives out there like this um and then we watched it <laughs> and then we watched it. <laughs> I, you know i recall watching bits and pieces but it was a little too raw for me because he had just died and it was like i don't know man i don't know how i feel about this but i do recall parts bits and pieces i think what i didn't watch was the next series about the children of one of the Jacksons, two of the Jacksons, who got the same baby mama. I think that's the one I really kind of steered clear of. What was it called? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to find a nice, artful way Are of you saying. Trying to say that Jermaine and Randy's baby mom had a reality show. <laughs> Did they? She, yeah, she had her, they had their own show. I remember they were filming it, but did it ever actually come uh, out? Like, you saw an episode of it? I believe it had a couple of episodes. Did no it? way! Because remember I told you the what girl the said on one of them, at least mama kept it in the family? <laughs> no! Yeah. It was a show show? It was a show. It was a reality show. Now, the only other time I seen a Jackson on a reality show was when, who was it? Terrell was on Ayanla. Well, 3T had a series on Lifetime, and then Terrell, years later, ended up going on Ayanla. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, she fixed that life. She sure did. The show that I'm talking about is fine. But yeah, that show exists. Does it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I never knew it actually came out. I never saw any of the episodes, but I do remember when they were coming. You, you sure that wasn't the book? Because we I read the book. Remember, we read the book. No, book, no, book. that's a that is not the same lady. Oh, that's oh, different. Oh. But it's okay. Yeah, no, well, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the girl who wrote the book, Margaret Milando. That was. Yeah, I remember that now, but I don't remember that episode. The one where she said Mama kept it all in the family? Wow. Yeah, we're going to have to go back and re- explore that again, too. Yeah, sounds like a new, a new podcast. Can we not? Well, we're already doing the Jackson Family Dynasty. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm going to take responsibility for the reality TV show arm of the Jackson You are. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we're going to explore it, but we're going to start with A Family Dynasty, which when it first came out, the thing I think we should remember is that, or at least this is what they shared with us, was that they had already started filming when Michael announced This Is It was going to drop. They had started filming like either right before that or shortly after because 
they wanted to have that same energy that Michael was carrying through 2009. And the cameras had been rolling very long before Michael actually passed away. And so the show, which was going to be a journey of them trying to make a comeback and meet Michael somewhere along the line, now turns into the story of their grieving process. So like the let's start with the first episode on that <laughs> did, did y'all catch the fact that the first episode started with a lot of unnecessary production with a fake uh press conference and some other malarkey <laughs> user one <laughs> i mean i saw that part i thought that it was a nice intro into the um stardom that is the Jacksons. They are they are black Beatles. They are they are iconic. They are and it's, you know it's not that people forget that is that in the scheme of history, black history is always, you know, subordinate to a you know to the majority's remembering of history. So I think giving them that opportunity to even have that sort of entrance just reminds you of who they are, who they were. You know, they, I mean, groundbreaking in the sense of, um, you know, breaking through the ceiling um, as artists, as Black artists. Um, to that end, that one of the first things Marlon said when they, when they did that first little intro section, he said, we as the Jackson Five gave other kids a license to dream. So I think that plays into that. So I liked it. Well, you know, and and let's, you know, let's deep the user one. I'm just gonna say, you know, the Jacksons have always been over the top. They've always been, you know, extra. They've always been above and beyond. Um, and that's what what makes them exciting and that's what makes them entertaining. And and let me tell you, you know, they they know how to give the fans a show. And that's what that was. And um, I was here for it. I mean, that's that's who they are, you know. They can do no wrong. They they just really have got this. They have got the Hollywood thing on lock. Because think about how uncomfortable. Joe. But think about how uncomfortable everyone was doing that show except Jermaine. Yet they pulled it off. There's uh, he's Jermaine is more inclined to that sort of thing, like reality TV. But Tito is not. But those two personalities playing off of each other like work really well on the show. So it, it came off as really authentic, whereas most reality TV, and this is still more at the beginning of reality TV's kind of like boom, but it does come off as more authentic and you believe it more that they are really being themselves and that every personality was accurately depicted. Oh, yeah. And they were definitely being themselves. Like, I mean, like who said he ain't going to do nothing but go run town? Yeah, mama. I mean, this is, these, these are, you know, these are four boys that grew up together in Gary, Indiana, and sometimes love each other and sometimes want to fight each other, like every sibling. So, I mean, it was, it was definitely real, definitely authentic, and um, <laughs> very Jackson-esque. Y'all have described that beautifully, but nobody gave me the answer that I wanted, which was to say how corny that damn press conference looked <laughs> on stage. So, it was great. So, so the thing, the way that... The, act. Okay, that's fine. It put me in a, in a state of mind where, you know, at this point, anytime they did do a leg of a concert, at that point, they really did have a press conference before. 
up until then. And so now they're entering into this new era where, all right, you know, ain't nobody really checking for us a press conference for real, but we got we got budget and we can set one up and make it look really good and answer some fake questions and have a nice outfit. And I just thought that was adorable. I, you know, I... (laughs) Like, y'all really spent budget on that? It was such a good introduction to royalty. Royalty, 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 royalty. Dylan, 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 Dylan. You are gassing them up on this. Like, Mm -hmm. I agree, but God, no. Well, listen, I'm just telling it like a T.I. is. They deserve to come out. I don't care if... They deserve the stunt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying. They deserve to come out like that. The same way they deserve for us to wait for their black asses inside to eat their snacks and come out the back. Yes. They deserve to do that. You can't tell me that was corny and extra and our black asses waiting behind a building with a bunch of geriatrics. Yeah, it was still corny. And we still (laughs) was out there waiting... Outside waiting for somebody else's grandfather to come. Right. We were outside waiting for grandpa. That's fine. I um, sure did. Grandpa times four. No, times three because Oh, wait a minute, times three. Jermaine was sick, remember? Jermaine won't that and Randy and that body out he won't there neither. And that brings me to the reason that we are watching this show. So for our listeners who have been tuning in to the Black Jackson State, you know, a couple episodes ago, we went to go see the Jacksons live here in North Carolina. And we got three out of the four performing Jacksons. Um, and the announcer came out and shared with us that Jermaine was sick. And so out of the three users that were at that event, we landed in different places on whether or not we thought Jermaine was actually sick. Now, to be clear, you can go back to other podcasts prior to us actually going to the show where I said I had no faith in Jermaine Jackson arriving at this event because I had seen the Jackson family dynasty and knew how Jermaine act now. User one, user 1.5. Yes. After watching this show. Uh-huh. Do you believe Jermaine was sick on the day of the show in yes. Morganton? Yes. No. Let me tell you something. Yes, he was I'm sick. I'm about to be like user two. You can go back to previous to the previous podcast where I said that I don't think Jermaine is gonna show up. However, it was too many Jacksons for at least four not to show up. Okay. Now well, where's I your have proof? zero where's your faith proof? in Jermaine. Where's your proof? Let me tell you what a proof is. You were at the show. They had that show too perfectly staged and on lock for a three-man show. Who well, one monkey don't stop no show? <laughs> to know that no. Jermaine was gonna be there. One monkey don't Furthermore, stop no this is in in the Jackson family dynasty, this is the same Jermaine who while he's supposed to be working on a new Jackson comeback album, was secretly on the side working on his own album. So boop, 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 and boop. I'm not throwing no shade at, but welcome to Mumbai. That wasn't a bop. I wasn't here for that. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It was kind of a Bollywood bop. It wasn't a bop. 
So I wasn't here for it. He first of all, of is it an American bop? Absolutely not. But did Jermaine do something for the Bollywood? <laughs> he was hitting on something for them. I will, this, I will say this. Jermaine said he was sick. He didn't uh, explain whether it was physical sickness. He was sick it is, because he don't owe y'all his medical history. He could have been mentally tired of y'all. Which is, why, which is why they should not have said Jermaine is sick and he can make it today. That's none of my fucking business. What? I mean, he want, they wanted to explain his accent. No, they did. They, they wanted to lie. Everyone knows that he's, he's Listen, forced with them. Jermaine is so too much of a star in his own mind, life, body, no, and spirit. He's a real life to star. To show up in Morganton, North Carolina. No shade to Morganton. Y'all get great hospitality. Thank y'all. But Great um, hospitality. We Listen, love you at the Hampton Inn. Jermaine was not about to show up there. I'm I not think here. he was ninety minute show. I think he was sick. I think that even if and was, let's get serious one on the bill. I think he even if in. it was mental exhaustion or emotional exhaustion, wow. I believe that he was. You sound like sick. Halima. Who that? His wife on the show. The one that he's currently divorcing. I thought they were divorced. The one that they got in a fight. <laughs> Is it complete? Is their divorce like completely wrapped? It's done. That yeah. probably that sounds right because he's been out with the new girl. The one that's younger than us. His assistant slash I think that Jermaine's been through a lot. He's had a very tumultuous career. He's had a career. A tumultuous Yeah. I think that he's had a career where he's had to constantly fight these comparisons to Michael. And if he um, don't want to be compared to the Michael, he shouldn't release, you know, things like word to the bad and whatnot. So, you know, it's... Why does everybody (laughs) go silent when (laughs) niggas talk about word to the bad? Word to the Bad was a bad move. Oh, okay. Word to the Bad was a bad and move. And we know who you were talking to. Word well, he said who he was talking to. So then you it. can't not want to be in the same sentence with him. Well, that was a bad move. That was a bad move. But poorly when he, executed. But when Michael needed... <laughs> poorly executed. Poorly executed. <laughs> but every time Michael has needed somebody to defend the crazy stuff he was doing, guess who's on TV trying to defend his brother? On TV, exactly. Well, yeah, but you know what? That's that's just like y'all siblings. You already know. I can pick on you as much as I motherfucking want, but can't nobody else say shit about you, right? That's just that's just so, gay. He's, he's, he's always shown a level of commitment to Michael. Now, word to the bad was a bad move. That mm. was a really bad move. But he was mad because Michael was stealing his producers. And you know, and that's fine. Listen, let me tell you something. Jermaine has some bops. Listen, I ain't gonna be gonna ask. Well, Michael right. didn't have to go get babyface in there. He didn't have to go get babyface in there. He didn't. He could have stayed to. away from LaFace. He didn't have to. But who don't want to work with? No. Michael Jackson? Well, who and didn't want to face. Right. Exactly. But here's the problem. Michael knew that his brother was doing that. It's shady. That was shady. Because, okay, now let's bring it back to Jackson Family Dynasty. Then the Jackson say, you know, we don't want to steal our little sister's guys. We don't want to steal her her people, her sound. Because they know that that's, you know, when you're trying to do your own thing, that, that does kind of steal your thunder. If your siblings, who are also very famous, try to come in and scoop them. I think, I think that's fair, but I also can understand that they are making songs with several other artists right. outside of just Janet or just uh Jermaine or just Michael. So I and think they all have a different sound. It's not but like that's they not, all sound no. the same. That's, not, that's, like saying, that's like saying Rodney Jerkins, Rodney Jerkins produced My Love is Your Love and Invincible and Never Say Never within like a, a three year snatch. 
Well, that I, I and I agree with that. What I'm saying is that it's very different Michael and Janet versus Michael and the brothers. I just think that, and I think that Michael, I do think Michael put some roadblocks up in his brother's career trajectory. Because, I mean, I don't know if y'all read the, the book I gave you, Michael Jackson, Inc., where they talked about Michael forced a Jermaine song. What's the good one that Jermaine got? <laughs> the good one that they sung on the, the, on, the, the on the tour. Let's get serious? No, ma'am. The other one. <laughs> Tell me I'm not dreaming. Tell me I'm not dreaming. Michael is the reason that that wasn't released as a single, but was released as a promo or something to the album. Because I he had the promo. Because he didn't want it to compete with his songs. But Michael was on the song, too. I mean... Which made it all the more well, Because he, at that point, you know, I'm sh- I don't remember if Rockwell's joint had come out, but he had he had a couple features that came and just blew. So if you set up your promotional plan and then you all of a sudden end up with a bop with your brother that you didn't plan, and that shit fucks up the timing of you releasing something else or if if he had a run on the charts and was trying to say the record i can understand why he would want to stop but he also had to throw his brother under the bus in order to do that he he didn't have to throw him under the bus what he had to do was say jermaine you're gonna have to go and get it because i got the promos like the shit the shit came what he wanted was a video michael didn't want to fucking do it he wanted the song to be able to chart and he didn't he wanted a video. Michael cut his, his stuff from being able to be able to chart. Michael didn't cut shit. You think he didn't have to you think he didn't have the pull to make sure that man's song was not released as a single so it could chart and compete? I absolutely believe that he could have done that. And I he absolutely did. I think hold he on, did. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I think he did. How, how, how did this turn into the Jermaine show? I thought we were talking because about that. Because that is what the Jackson Family Dynasty <laughs> is, the fucking Jermaine show. You're, you're right. Because let me tell you something. In episode, was it episode one or two? I believe it was episode one. When he started crying over some shit that happened in 1970, who's it talking about? He said about? the kids ain't want his <laughs> the autograph. The kids ain't want his autograph. The kids ain't want his autograph. Said he, he was broke up the group. Hurt. And and Tito, what they're talking about? <laughs> he said, "Y'all thought that I didn't want to be in the group because I let's stop right there. Let's <laughs> stop right there. Let's stop. Let's stay in this place because you brought up an excellent point. There are only two people who cried on this show, maybe three. I think Catherine may have shown up at some point and may have got a little teary eyed, but Jackie cried when he recounted the day." that Michael passed away and Jermaine cried talking about that goddamn (laughs) CBS contract before the goddamn Jackson's album. Like, bro, he literally cried about that shit. Real tears. He said the kids didn't even want his autograph because they they (laughs) said he broke up the group. They said he broke up the group. And here's the thing. The brothers were all sitting there like, we talking about this shit again? Well, no, Tito said he thought this. He said, Wherever well, I thought I stayed because I was married to the boss, but Tito said, Well, I thought about that. So, yeah, Tito said he thought the same thing. I don't think they talked that out for real. First time they talked about this. No, I think, I think it was performative, but I also think that they took advantage of that moment and decided to go there. And then Tito said, Well, shit, I thought it was too. I thought <laughs> <laughs> that's how I took it. Like, all right, well, if we're going to do this on TV. Clearly, it's something that still bothers Jermaine. 
So I think that at that point, it's, it's worth exploring because okay. he's still impacted by it emotionally. Okay. He's not, he's not, he's but not healing from it. When Ziggy, so if he's not healing from it, then the brothers need to come together no. and talk when about it. When grown ass Ziggy is up there talking about y'all always do this shit, take that shit elsewhere. I mean, everybody's tired of it. I mean, let's keep it real. Ziggy tired of it. The other kids tired of it. Everybody's tired of it. Jermaine want to keep bringing it up because it may, it keeps him in the forefront of, you know, uh, what's going on. And everybody is just tired of it. He, he needs to let that go. Wow. He needs to let it go. That was in 1970-something. It was in 1970-something. Um, Jermaine went through a depression which we have to acknowledge <clears throat> and he talks about this at length uh in his book that book. user 1.5 and i both read that book uh that is called <laughs> Remember the time or some shit. <laughs> I actually don't know the name of the book because it's in my back seat right now. I'll edit it in. <laughs> I think it's called My Brother's Keeper. I think it's my brother's something about my brother. My brother's keeper. That's all right. Something. Something. That's all. I think Jermaine is just so misunderstood. So misunderstood, and I um. I think that some of that comes from his own folly. Um, and then I think some of it comes from his other folly. But I still think it all adds up to a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that folly is a way that we're going to describe it is quite an interesting... Well, here's the problem with Jermaine. Well, because like, is there like a you problem said, with user, Yes, like okay. like user two said, we read the book. I didn't read the entire in its entirety. I read read the book. It's in my book. However, however, who said that? Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, Michael even, and Jermaine said that. <laughs> even Jermaine had, I don't know. Either he forgot what he said previously, or he added stuff. I don't know, but that book was a little. Some of the parts you were like, "What you mean? I love this, this, this." Or my favorite you only part. Get one bottle of wine. My, I got two. Ooh, my favorite baby. part. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the book. I him. got you wondering who, who in that cup? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> who in that cup? And what's on your what's on your leg? What in the world kind of? That's Jack. No, what's his name? Yes, Jack. Should I just spill a little bit? Look, close your leg. You don't want to see that again. Wow. Shit. Wow. <laughs> disrespectful. Wow. Say that for Jenny. Oh, she'll call me sometime. <laughs> She's never calling you. Not for Jen. Never, no, she never. might because we need her on the show. Jen. Ah, I spilled wine on the Janet hoodie. Ooh. Oh, you can't get that. Oh. <laughs> Just so y'all know, she left. She User ran two ran because she spilled red wine on her metamorphosis Janet Jackson. I'm sure a hundred sixty-two dollar damn hoodie. 
Well, that's all right. At this moment, I want to take a moment to say, Janet, we would love to have you on the podcast. Yes, Jan, I'm your biggest fan. And I love you. let me tell you, all of us have chased you around the world in some respective way Spent all because we think you are literally one of the most iconic yes. living legends. Yes, yes, Jan. And we would love to you to come on, talk about yourself, yes. your work, your artistry, your creative process, your family. Whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about the weather, we can do that. And y'all make sure y'all vote for user 1.5 to be on that show. <sighs> Thank you. We got to get Janet on. We got to get Janet on. I agree. We want to house the baby. Yeah, He's we just as cute as he need to be. What's the baby's name? Esau. Yeah. We want to see just as cute as he need to be. And I heard my baby is listening to Michael now. We want to talk about Randy. Randy. And what Randy's doing with, you know. Randy is traveling and yeah. writing and traveling and, you know, just staying out of the messiness in general. Well, Randy is, is so underrated as an artist. And it's a songwriter, yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, he's so underrated. People just absolutely. forget. Randy wrote Shake Your Body. Shake your body down to the Michael at 16 Let's years down. old. Hey, shake, shake your body, body down, down to the, the ground. ground. Yeah. Let's shout. Um uh, Randy did that. He was 16. Didn't he write Can You Feel It too? Randy might be a phone. Can you feel it too? I'm I'm just saying sure. Randy. And let's not talk, we ain't even got to. That's our next episode talking about. The brother solo albums, but Love You Honey is just a bop. And it slaps, still slaps. So Janet, matter of fact, Janet, if you and Randy want to come on the show, we would love to have you both. Mm-hmm. Love yep. to have you both. I love some to Randy both. too. Oh, is she coming back? Oh, okay. So can you feel it? Can you feel it? Was actually written uh, by but, Michael and Jackie. Michael and ja- Jackie is an underrated songwriter. Yeah. Jackie is an underrated song. Let me tell you, the Jacksons really are the first family of music. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. It's true. All the messiness aside. I don't know that she yeah. thinks she thinks she's gonna get wine. She's out. not. Well, I could tell her how, but she done ran <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, that ain't, this ain't gonna be. She needs she needs some resolve carpet cleaner. Spray she's that shit on there and let it sit and then Daddy. wash it. Oh, here she comes. What the hell? She done got a new sweatshirt. Did, did you put some Resolve carpet cleaner on there? Let it sit and then wash it. It'll come out. Can you get all the bottle? That's what I need. Well, I got to go. Where's that? In my room. How many Janet Jackson she sweatshirts She done come up with a Rhythm Nation have? shirt. Lord. How many Janet Jackson sweatshirts do you have? How many do you have? And she's smiling. She's just grinning. Sweatshirts? How many sweatshirts do you have? Shirts, period. No sweatshirts. Tops. How many sweatshirts? Tops. Sweatshirts? Tops. Hush. Sweatshirts. Like hoodies? Bitch, sweatshirts. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. Three. Three. Is it two or three? Three. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, let me say this too, because we didn't have it. We already solicited Janet and Randy. And Randy. Yeah, while you were gone, but let we me sure also did. say this: I feel like you, you owe our our peoples out here in Twitterland and the MJ fam. You owe them a Janet giveaway because you had said you wanted to do one and then you wore it. Then you I wore it? it. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I, I ordered a size large, 
of Janet's metamorphosis pants. Um, there's and mine. Let me remind everybody. Ashley is four foot four. That is in wildly <laughs> inaccurate. That is never gonna be her legs are never. That is long. wildly inaccurate. Yeah. I am five foot three and a half. Well, I just want to say her her legs will never be long enough for large. So the idea that she bought it I means she really did buy it for someone else. I bought a large because I work from home. Winter is coming. I wanted to be comfortable. So I bought a large. I did not anticipate that the large would be very long for longer people. I thought it I thought it would just be cozier with deeper pockets. <laughs> And it has been okay. Well, you owe the people something. I don't know that, but you owe them something. So I I asked user one if I should give them away to one of y'all, and then it got really cold. You know, when I asked her that, it was about sixty six degrees in North Carolina, still very warm. We hadn't turned on the heat yet, and then um, the temperature dropped one evening, about twenty three degrees, and I woke up. And had a very early meeting and those sweatpants made themselves available to me. So y'all niggas is not going to get those um, even though they're a size too big. And here's the other reason why I'm not going to give them away. Because Janet and Randy made a very poor design in those sweatpants. We have totally gotten off the tracks for the Jackson family dynasty. But I'm going to address it and then we can pivot after after my wine fiasco. Those Janet Metamorphosis sweatpants are very soft. <laughs> They're very cozy. They have a drawstring. They have her name and Metamorphosis down the leg. They're great. <clears throat> there are no pockets on those sweatpants, and that is ridiculous. There is a, at no point should anyone create or wear a pair of very warm and cozy sweatpants that you cannot put your pockets in. You cannot put chapstick in. You can't put your wallet if you want to run the cookout real quick and get a nugget tray. Ooh, baby. So my problem with the sweatpants is, my problem with the sweatpants is if I don't wear the sweatpants with the hoodie, then I'm not, I'm not going to have a pocket and that's it. Bad design. A really bad design, Janet. Randy, Janet, no. I know you probably put Randy in charge of that shit. You need you. I I, I want answers. I want to know why you didn't well, give the pockets on the sweat. Vinyl. Hmm. Maybe we'll have our own sweatpants, and you can click a motherfucking link. Then bitch is gonna have, have pockets. Oh, I, you if we if we make Black Jackson Estate sweatpants, you have to have pockets. Okay. I need chapstick. I went to put salt on the red wine that was on my green metamorphosis hoodie. And I'm going to go back in there in about 10 or 15 minutes after it soaks. And then I'm going to put some OxyClean on it. And then we're going to wash it cold and the hoodie will be great. So thank they you. They don't care how you're going to remedy your problem. <clears throat> you better care about my gym, right? <laughs> that shit was expensive. That was an investment for the fa- for the whole uh, a state. So, so we've discussed Jermaine's role oh, on the Jackson. Yep. Huh? Yep. The stapler? What you need stapler for? Homework. Come here. <laughs> we are recording a podcast. Come here. Say hello to the podcast people. 
Hello. You have to speak into the microphone. Yeah. Hello. What's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Mm, I can't remember the name. What you mean you can't remember the name? What can I ask you to do with a hotel or something? Heartbreak, Heartbreak hotel. hotel. Sing some of it for us. Sing a little bit. Da 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 da. Bye bye. First of all, can we get back to Jermaine saying, oh no, what song was it? It was Lovely One. It was Lovely One. Jermaine said that was a good song. There was only one problem. You won't own it. I won't own it. I said no. He said that shit too. There was only one problem. I won't own it. Mm-hmm. This show has so many good Jermaine Nuggets. Good quotes. I mean, he did a lot. He did a lot. He did a lot. Like when he said, Welcome to show business, Halima. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanna be honest. I have come to terms with the fact that I am a Jermaine Jackson fan. You uh-huh. are all of you are. Y'all we all are. Saying, y'all no, that's true. Trash, but you fans. We all are Jermaine Jackson fans, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm a big it's fan. Not it's not by choice. It's by it's it's almost like, you know, you ever got in a fight with somebody and they beat your ass, and then you were friends with them because they beat your ass. You have respect for them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like you know. <sighs> We just got respect for you at this point. I mean, you scratching and clawing so much that we can't help but have respect for you. You gotta respect the hustle. I mean, I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for Jermaine. You know, Jermaine shows up at the shows he wants to show up at, and he don't show up when he don't want to show up. Um, You know, that's my favorite thing about him. Honestly, he comes in, he lays vocals. Everybody delete his vocals. He go back and relay the vocals. Listen, he got to do what he got to do. Every time, and that is why I'm a Jermaine fan. I don't think Jermaine can beat my ass, but I do feel loyal. To him. I mean, anybody could probably beat him because he's gonna be too concerned about his hair. Absolutely. So can, I, can we, before we pivot to the other brothers, can I talk about my recent discovery in Robin Crawford's book about Whitney Houston? I, I'm gonna allow it because I've you've been reading that book and you've been excited about it, and I haven't read any of the things you snapped or sent. Mm-mm. So do it. Mm-mm. So one of the screenshots that I sent you uh, talked about Robin and Whitney's relationship and Robin and Whitney had basically broken up and had decided we're just going to be friends. We're just going to do this friendship thing. And Whitney was talking to Jermaine uh, first right after they broke up, but she did not tell Robin, and Robin had to figure it out by osmosis. Jermaine kept calling the house and asking to speak to Nip. But the part that was new to me was that Jermaine was still married to Hazel while he was all up on Nippy's line. And I, because I was not around, when these shenanigans happened in 1981, um, I didn't know Jermaine was still married while he was dipping and diving over there with a young Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Were you aware that Jermaine was still married when he was dipping around with Whitney? 
I mean, I ain't had no personal knowledge as to the effect. As you say, I wasn't even thought about. Nobody in this call was thought about. No. Why did you think the marriage with Hazel ended? Hmm. That's a good point. I don't know what I thought. What? I never cared, I guess, until until I found out Whitney was involved. <laughs> Honestly, I thought this shit just dissolved. I like that young hopefulness. Mm-hmm. Innocence. Do you think Whitney was the reason, or do you think it was several other tenderonies that Jermaine was through? Because that was what I got, because Jermaine wasn't even really paying Whitney that much attention. No, I think there were a, a number, but I think that generally when you think like Hazel Gordy probably left that situation because he was a womanizer and you know cheating on her, it's not hard to see how Whitney is potentially a part of that collection of infidelity. Yeah, um it's just the interesting which is a mess because Whitney had a problem with Bobby cheating, but you had no problem being the sort of woman that you were angry about as a married woman, that your man. So listen, let me tell you something about But Carl. she was she was also like 19. Karma don't listen, you 19. And Jermaine's in his 30s. But she old enough to know better. Now he old enough to know better, and she old enough to know better. Yeah, but she was 19. She grew up in a very religious household. She grew up. So if a black religious is morality for real, like but forget morality. She was 19 and this grown ass Jackson. The victory tour was happening. Her, Her album, her album hadn't even come out yet. He was wrong for multiple reasons. You talking about a young girl from Jersey. She had just graduated from high school and literally got a deal the summer she graduated. But is, so, she, is she a young girl from Jersey and excuse me. 19 years old and unaware of what it is to sleep with a married man? No, I think everybody knows what that is. Okay, so do you think she knew it was wrong? Yeah, sure. But she also, I mean, that's... She also grew up in the entertainment industry where her mama was fucking the pastor, so. Mm. <laughs> this is not about sissy. Don't make that face. This ain't about sissy. What are we talking about? And, yeah. and honestly, Hazel ain't no stranger to this shit because guess who her sibling is? Rhonda Ross. Shout out to Miss Ross. <laughs> Speak, Lord. Speak to me. I mean, Rhonda did a good job in the Temptations, though. She played that part. She played the fuck out of that. Okay. She knows her roots. Girl, I want your body. (laughs) I think, I think, um, I think I'm done in my Jermaine rabbit hole. So, um, let's talk about the other brothers on the show. Who, which brother is your favorite character? We don't say Jermaine. We've already, (laughs) we've already picked Jermaine apart. Uh, this is user 1.5. I'm going to go ahead and say that Tito <laughs> was my favorite. Okay. Tell us why. Yeah. Tito got this mixture of IDGAF and I guess I'll go along with it. Like, it's like, you know, on one hand, he don't care. On the other hand, he be like, okay, well, why not? And special shout out to Tito's lady friend, 
who made a little cameo before they went into lockdown. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad that you there. brought that part up. <laughs> but I'm This episode is a devastation. <laughs> this, is, this episode is everything I knew it was going to be. This is why we need y'all to go to the show notes, find our link, donate. Because this was a very frivolous purchase. These these DVDs wasn't they, they was cheap. They was cheap enough. They was cheap enough. But I bought one for myself, and then I said, "Well, you know, I got it. Let me go ahead and send these niggas a gift as well." And here we are with this physical copy of this show that you are not going to be able to find on YouTube or anywhere else. Go on Amazon. No, don't even do that to them. If they have made it this far, you put that link in the show notes so they can go click. Go buy it. Go buy it. But also give us our money back because we we watched it. We don't have the money to do it. So give us half the price. But, but what can they Pay give us the back our time? But can they, they give us back our time? You know, nobody can give you back your time. But time with Let's Get Serious is always time. Let's get serious. I swear, that man played. He pulled out a guitar and played a little piece of that song every damn episode, too. And Tito was the one who started with the actual band, right? Like, they came and put up on one of his rehearsals, and he was the one who was... Who was rehearsing some, a group, right? He was the only one that was still making music. Yeah, he had his solo show, but then he was also playing for um, Gladys. He was playing for Miss Gladys, Gladys Knight. Yeah, he did Gladys Knight and BB King, and he was on a he was on a real hot blues streak for a minute there. Can I say something? I'd like to say that Jackie ordered his steak well, well done. <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> Did he? And I, I immediately knew that we were with our people because mm. my mama Don't orders you? her steak every time. Well, well, well done. It's, it's incredible. So I said, oh, y'all from, the same, y'all from the same school. It's incredibly embarrassing. She says, well, like five times. Y'all done, well, well, what do you want it? You want it cooked. All the nutrients is cooked out. I don't want to see no pain. No pain. Can you remind me what scene that was? I, I missed they were, that. They were, they were there. They were having breakfast or brunch or something. Outside. Outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlon had showed up because, you know, Tito had said Marlon was going after this Spanish Ritz. And I said, um... Ritz. And- <laughs> you know, every Jackson says Roots, Ritz. Can we break that's, that down? Because I that's think... Black, though. That's old black. There, mm-hmm. there is, I think there is a sect of the, the the MJ fam community who probably has no fucking clue what is happening when they say roots because Janet does it, Tito does it, Michael did it, Jermaine does it, Marlon, all of them say roots. In the 50s and 60s, they say roots. Mm-hmm. That's that Gary Indiana I, right now. I don't know why. It's like a Midwest Southern thing. I don't know. It's Ritz. Like, there are letters in there. It's almost like route. Like, how do you spell route? Right. R-O-U-T-E-S. Yeah, but it's Ritz. But it's R-O-O-T-S. Roots. Yeah, I don't know where they get that. I don't know what cotton field they picked that out of, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they are super country. So anytime... For for the the listeners who have are not familiar with <laughs> the 
what they call black colloquialisms or uh, uh, ebonics or uh, negroisms. I just, I think, uh, I think I might have just coined that one. If you're not familiar with Southern uh, sayings, that one might have flew over your head, but that is what the Jacksons are saying. Their roots. And while we're on this thread, can we just talk about how nobody puts an S on the end of words that there Sometime. should be? <laughs> like, at all, how nobody, and, and they say it so properly, you know. <laughs> Sometimes. You know, I mean, Jermaine's the Michael worst. Do that. Mike, no, Michael was real bad. Michael was horrible with that. And nobody say nothing about that. Nobody say nothing about, about that. that. Nobody say nothing about it. He was right, too, to an extent. I say that, too. When Nobody say nothing about, about that. Uh-huh. We I said it all the time. <laughs> we said it all the time. We said it all the time when our sister do something. And it's like, oh, so but she don't can nobody do whatever. Say nothing about nobody that, say nothing about that, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> nobody say nothing about that. I'm telling you, Michael has some quotables. You can use them in your everyday life, folks. Yeah. So use them. Can I say something else? It's a link in the show notes to a t-shirt <laughs> that says, uh, <laughs> nobody said nothing about that. Yeah, I'll nobody. make sure of it. Can I say something else, too? Absolutely. Tito said, y'all sound like the Supremes. <laughs> that's why he's my favorite. That. Y'all. That's why he's my favorite. T- T- that was in episode one. That must have been when they were doing um that song. What's the song? Jackson Family Dynasty. Listen. Jackson when they went to the studio. Them yeah. in the studio. He said, y'all off. Y'all off. You're off. And Jermaine said, I don't, I need it. Jermaine kept needing to sing it again. Y- listen, let me tell you something, gentle listeners of this podcast. If you have not watched this, click on that link. That user two was talking about, and go order your order your copies. It's a real treat. Go get your copy. Oh, as and much as I didn't want to watch it, you watched it. We binge watched that whole uh-huh. damn thing. And then Tito said, "Jermaine is say he joking, but he'll sing the lead and backgrounds if you let him." That is telling. Not a that, lie. It is not a lie. And can we also talk about how? You know, they are very willing to delete each other's vocals and continue and move and continue moving. Like, I don't like that. Let's delete it. What's what's the quote that you have written down? Use the one. <clears throat> Let's erase it. <laughs> <laughs> can can I read the quote that I have? What Jackie said. Go ahead, use it too. Jackie's always really pumped up when he's playing music, but what he doesn't know is I've been secretly recording for over a year. No. <laughs> no. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I, I don't want to assume. Who said it? Maybe maybe we should leave that as a goose egg in the episode. And who can give That's me the answer to that? And you might get some Jan Jackson sweatpants. You might not. New ones, y'all. She's not going to get the ones that was on her I'm not going to give you the ones that I wear. <laughs> so please don't think we like, because some people are like that. They will give you some shit off their ass. I can't do that to no, you. That's we, not, no, that's ass. That's ass. No. We and I'm going to be honest. Once they go on my ass, I'm not going to want to come off of them. You know. <laughs> Okay, but let, let's just let's wrap up this idea of this show. Was this show a fail or a success? User two, what do you think? 
I think it was a success. I think it was a really, they had to make the best out of a shitty situation, you know? Um, I think they started this thinking that their brother Michael was going to have this meteoric resurgence in the background um, or, or in the spotlight. And, you know, in the background, they would be able to work some things out and they might meet him on the road in London. And, you know, I think they probably would have been able to pull that off had Michael had uh, made it through This Is It. But this show pivoted into something else for them, which was opportunity to bond and heal and figure out how they were still going to use what they had uh, to entertain. And, you know, I think they just got tired of sitting around. And after seeing them perform, I think they should absolutely keep performing as long as they want to and can. They're good at it. They're great singers. They're great dancers. And and honestly, even when they give you 50%, it's still worth it. Um, But they go out there and they show their asses every time. They give it 100%. And you can tell because they be sweating down. So um, the journey of watching this um, and knowing that it took them several years to get it on the road to, to where they are actually doing shows consistently every year, but they got back on road, and so it's a it's a really it's a it's a great testament to uh, the stick-to-itiveness of this band, these Jacksons, and how you know they had to get their shit together and say, "Hey, man, Michael's gone, but we still got to keep it pushing." And I think they're doing a, a a good job, regardless of how many shenanigans Jermaine might throw into. Uh, <laughs> their agenda, they get things done. So he just gives, he he just gives the group a spice that he spices you know, it up. He spices it up like Marlon spices up gumbo. Marlon is a fucking ham. Can we give him five minutes? Marlon is a ham. Marlon, we are coming to find Marlon in the burbs of Atlanta. He said on the show, "I live in the suburbs, Jackie." You never know when you can catch me in the suburbs of Atlanta because that's 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 where the best food is. To be <laughs> honest, I think it's in the hood, but the burbs. Uh, you you wish it was in the hood. You don't think it's in the hood? Not always, because Gladys Night Chicken and Waffles. Listen, I heard that. Never mind. Let me not put no rumors out there. Well, I went. I heard that they had a bug problem. They absolutely did. <laughs> and Miss Goddess is a hell of a performer, but that restaurant. Yeah, you prayed over that food. That one in downtown Atlanta, no ma'am, no ham. Nah, I can't do no bug problems. Miss Gladys' son had to come out to my table. I was like, listen, the fork's dirty, the knives dirty, the spoon's dirty, the cup's dirty. I asked you to bring us back some more some water because it was something floating in each of our cups. They brought us back. They brought us back new water and it was still shit floating in a cup. <laughs> say y'all what? And you uh, say and you, you say, lying though. And you ate. You uh uh-uh. oh I don't believe you. Did that really happen? Yeah, when that shit happened, we we had just like just started eating our meals and was like, hold on. 
bring new, bring new forks, bring new this. And then everybody went to take a sip of their drink. And it was just like, you know what? Let's just go. It's sad to think mm-hmm. we're not going to make it. I was- <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave real quick. I can't be that morning clean. How am I eat anything? But I, I'm really glad we had the opportunity to watch the show. Oh, can we talk about the fight? I love the fight scene when Siggy got upset. Do y'all re- remember when they were playing basketball and Siggy cannot play basketball and got very frustrated? What did we learn from that episode? We learned that they tired of this shit. They too, they said these niggas is too old to be arguing about the same thing they were arguing about in 1954. <laughs> that's what I learned from. Uh, that's what I got from it anyway. He said, "Y'all do this." <laughs> he said, "Y'all do this every time." You know what I got? Just shut up and play. That's what he said. I got that they are just like any other family because our family has dynamics and conversations, and it's like y'all been fighting about this. Y'all been trying to get this person on track since 1974 and it still hasn't happened yet and so I think they had some very humanizing moments which I think is what they wanted because a lot of times people view them as just this object of entertainment it's like no they're real people they have real issues and they have real that you know dynamics and relationships between each other and with each other and they're just trying to do the best they can do the same way all of us are they just so happen to be the Jacksons. Jermaine put ketchup on his steak. <laughs> he probably got his well well done too. I just watched him do it when at the uh when they had the little brothers retreat and they all cooked on the grill. Jermaine put ketchup all over. Cookout looks so for real though. That's like a legit cookout. Uh, the brothers. It's a good show. It's a great show. I not to be it. not to be done again, but a good show. No, no, they should never do reality. Never. Again. Ever. I think this was great. I think this was cute. It's adorable. I think Jermaine should. I ever no. It's funny that you say that. So, uh, the next time we do a reality TV show episode, I was thinking uh, that we explore Jermaine's episode of Wife Swap. How do you guys feel about that? Oh my God. Learned a lot of things about Which Jermaine on that episode swap? of Wife Swap. Oh, no. <laughs> Which he, swapped, he swapped Halima. Halima! Welcome to show business, Halima. The one he was married to at the time. Yes. You are shady boots. Um, Halima's the You're one he married. No, Halima. I didn't know which one. How many can he be married to at one time? I mean, I didn't know which one. I know who, what How year it was. How many can he legally be married to at okay, one time? Okay, well, listen. This Halima. episode came out in the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah, he, he met her in Starbucks. You know what? He, like Janet, is trying to find the right one. And sometimes you got to go through a couple of marriages to get there. Why do we have to? Why do we have to do that? Why do we have to pivot into Demeter? Right, and nobody was even talking about Janet at all, at all. <laughs> you stay trying to comfort. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you do it. Why your Why your eyebrows go inward like that? <laughs> because you coming, you you coming for her, girl. Don't do that. Defend my queen, Ashley. Why your eyebrows go inward like that? I furrowed my eyebrows into dust. <laughs> I think that so oh wait a minute so we gotta leave 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 on a high note girl I love your body Uh-oh. girl I need you girl I need your body
Okay, that's the song you gotta run that one. Fade out, fade out, fade out. Hey, and we're done, y'all. It's another episode of Black Blackjacks on stage. Appreciate it. As we said, go to that thing. Go ahead and donate if you can, if you want to, if you believe in what we're doing. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Black Jack and Stay. Damn. I love your body. We're out of here, Vladimir. All right. Peace and love. God bless. Peace.